is Deserter. The podcast to listen to during those long, pointless meetings at work, preferably with a tinny. Yes, you've heard of the anti-woke brigade. Well, we're the anti-work brigade. Our lives given over to dreaming, the arts and laudanum like a couple of fat romantic poets. Yeah, I'll have a pint of laudanum top, please. In today's episode, pubs, crisps, drugs and pies, all of life. Plus our pick at the dossers and some funnies we saw on the internet. I'm Dirty South. And I'm Dulwich Raider. Uh, before I ask you what the hell you've been up to, perhaps I could start by asking you where the hell are we? It's a good question, because we haven't been here before, have we? No. We haven't been in this part of the world before. This We are in Chislehurst, which is in Kent and the London borough of Bromley. Yeah, um... It's taken me an hour to get here, I reckon. Yeah. And I'm still in London. Mm. I mean, that is one of the things I like about London. Yeah. You can travel for an hour and you're still in it. Yeah, well, you, everywhere you go in London is now. If you went to Leeds, <laughs> you know, if you're in Leeds and you travel an hour, you'd be in fucking Manchester. <laughs> uh, uh, so we're in a micropub? Yeah. The only micropub in Chislehurst? Yeah, and I believe Bromley Camera Pub of the Year. Yes, indeed. I only believe that because you told me it just before I pressed record. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which is quite an achievement with the star yeah. on the garter. Star on the garter, yeah. That's yeah. they call it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, in the uh, vicinity. That is a very fair point because that's a great pub, mm. Star on the Garter. So, um, so uh, it's beautiful. And um, could we say also that uh, you, you, you can buy flowers in the pub? Or is yes. that, am I giving too much away here now? Well, no, it's the only micropub in Chisholm House. Yeah, 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 but it's a fair point. Yes, it's got flowers, so, you know, if you've been in here all day, you can surprise your husband with a bunch of flowers on the way back. Yes, exactly. And don't forget the pork scratchings. Yeah. For one English pint, where in the world are we? OK, Benny, where did we land? We are, of course, at the cockpit. The cockpit, yes. Chisholm um, by uh, Daryl when I put it on Twitter mm. and I just showed a picture of a bus stop at Elton and he guessed it from there. Bloody hell, he's he, good. He's good. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. Um, and we are having a delightful pint of Iron Pier Perry Street Pale. Yes. One of my favourites from last year's Folk Festival which I'll be speaking about in a moment. Okay. Uh, they've also got cloud water on the cask. It's very... It's, it's, it's a lovely little place, isn't it? It's going it? to be a long afternoon, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's named after... Well, there's a cockpit on the common nearby where uh, cockfighting was, was uh, practised in in the days of Christopher Marlowe. He would have he, he would have been back there with his... Um, <coughs> cock? No, no, mate. Mate. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Walsingham. Um, Yes, that's right. It was Walsingham country. Walsingham country. Mm. Um, so what the fuck have you been up to since the last day? Well, uh, probably the last time I saw you was at the Deserter Summer Social, Ooh. where we recorded the last podcast at we the Shogun's Rest. Yeah, uh, at the Shogun's Rest. That was really good fun, not just having a live audience, um, but the afternoon was great, just seeing all those friends old and new. Obviously, James Dowdswell was along, wasn't he? Because he guested on the podcast. But we had crisps from um, King of Slabs. Yeah, exactly. And Emma. And Emma. We'll talk about that later. Yes. And um, lovely to see Pompey and Falsey signing our book. <laughs> well, uh, <there> yeah. <laughs> on the relevant pages. 
Yeah, it was lovely to see everybody there. Uh, sadly, I can't remember who you were, but thanks for coming. <laughs> I can't. I've got a feeling you said something like that about last year's summer social. Oh, oh. yeah, uh, maybe last winter's. Um, yeah, winter it's a recurring, yeah. recurring memory loss. <laughs> Um, and then other than that, you've been uh, treating yourself to another one of your middle-class holidays, right? <laughs> Is it a middle-class holiday? Going to... Three weeks in Cornwall. <laughs> it doesn't get any more middle-class than that, mate. Really? I know. It's a shocker, isn't it? But it's difficult to think of a counter-argument. So <laughs> <laughs> it is an argument. But, uh, <laughs> okay, if you like. Um, yeah, I had three weeks in Cornwall. That was lovely. <laughs> I told you. I knew it. Um, quite a boozy one. Um, mm. Went to the uh, went on a beer pilgrimage to the Verdant Tap Room. It's ruined pubs for me now. Really, yeah. it's hard to beat that. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did wonder what I got into when I, I, I got out the station. And there was a closed down um, pizza van. The hat said on it, "No mushrooms kept here overnight." Oh, <laughs> is this in the Verdant uh, tap room? No, no, this oh. is in St Ives. Oh, yeah. Um, did a lot of walking. There was a coastal walk. Yes. Four hours to the pub. Oh. Um, if you like... go inland, it's two and a half hours. I got the bus, it's 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that, tell me that was your nearest pub. No, no. No, <laughs> no. No, this is having been to all No, nothing like that. No, there's plenty of pubs. Um... I also got to see some grassroots football uh, in the Cornwall Combination League. I went to see Hale versus Mousel. Um, you know what it's like when you go to the, those those games um, at that level where you can hear everything the players say and think. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's often more entertaining than the game. Uh, <laughs> at one point, the winger overhit a cross, <coughs> and uh, a striker trying to encourage him said, "Good cross, mate." He said fucking wasn't <laughs> and uh, the opposing fullback said can we keep the language family friendly please <laughs> and, uh, and he said why we're all adults and the striker said I'm not <laughs> and then the coach said <laughs> did he just say he'd keep it fucking family friendly what a fucking idiot <laughs> and uh, I also overheard the linesman, you have a loud linesman provided by the other the other teams, you know, and uh, he was chatting to one of the substitutes. I think everybody knows each other in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, how are you? He's like, yeah, I'm great. I've just been accepted to Cardiff. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. They're like a championship team. And he's like, no, the university. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, never mind. I expect you'll get a game somewhere. <laughs> But yeah, it was a lovely, unbusy few weeks. Yeah, uh, amazing, yeah. Uh, you did uh, message me halfway through saying, I thought life was supposed to be short. <laughs> <laughs> they say <laughs> when that. When am I they? coming home? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah is, life is short, but three weeks is long. Yes, it's weird, isn't it's it? A, two weeks is enough. Yeah. I think there's the lesson. Um, well, I've been keeping up my, uh, my middle class end, as it were, by a few days in Broadstairs, darling. Right. Um, for the Folk Week. Yes. Um, Your annual trip. How's yeah. My, how's my sister? Did She's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Noel and all your other oh, friends. Right. Okay. Yeah. Slate? Did uh, Slate go? I, no, he didn't make okay. it. No, he, he was too busy um, 
but they, they were all asking after you. I said, well, he's, he's in Cornwall for three weeks. Mm. Like, yeah, no, what's he really doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, and this year we stayed in St. Peter's. Oh. Um, it was a chance to try some of the pubs at the other end of Broadstairs, uh-huh. which I hadn't been to before. The Little Albion, the Four Candles, of course. Of course. And um, a newish favourite, the Royston, uh, quite near the station. So they're still popping up there. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was very good, the Royston. Mm. I'd recommend the Royston up like, down by the station. And, uh, yeah, lots of pubs, lots of pints, a bit like you in Cornwall, with the addition of some mournful music about people sitting on the hill near the cemetery thinking about the old days. Oh, right, yeah. Well, nothing's perfect, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else? Uh, oh, I went to Twickenham. Bloody hell, you've gone full middle class now. I have. (laughs) The the very home of white male privilege. Um, It was Steve's stag do. Oh, right. It was split into two, thankfully, probably, for for his younger friends and his older friends. You know Steve, he knows everyone, doesn't he? So he's got a younger set, Mm. um, more around his own age. Yes. And then an older set. Mm. The the younger set stag do was the weekend before. Okay. And... um, Steve was told to turn up at City Airport with his passport. Oh, God. <laughs> and then when he oh, got there, yeah. they all piled onto a bus to Wales. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> uh, but for our one, he woke up um, in a England rugby shirt. And that's, that's the first thing you realised he was going to Twickenham. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was good fun, actually. Was uh, yeah. Not a very good game. Uh, it was against Wales. And... Oh. Um, or Did we get humped? Seventy minutes, we were getting humped. Mm. Is that is that a rugby term? Probably. Yeah, rucked. <laughs> we're getting rucked. Right, good and proper. Good mm. rucking. Uh, and then we had uh, England had three men sent off, oh. and then we won. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so it was a very interesting oh. last ten minutes. Oh, okay. um, it's the first time I've been to Twickenham since I got into trouble there in the eighties oh. uh, for shouting "fuck off, Oxford." That's a varsity match. <laughs> Apparently, you don't do that. Uh, I just yeah. assumed you would do, like yes. you do at the football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, contrary to what Half Life says, it's not just for fat lads who are shit at football. <laughs> no, no, no. And it does have some rules. It does have some rules. Because no one knows what they are. There were, you know, you are watching it with 75,000 Daily Mail readers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there were a few sort of red trousers. Uh, in sight but by and large they were a very friendly crowd yeah uh, just probably don't want to get into a conversation about the Daily Mail no um, yeah that was very that was good fun um, and that that concludes what I can remember of what I've been up to okay so far good stuff the news the news the news the news <laughs> All right. um, what we got uh, beer and pub news openings and closings closings openings and closings <laughs> this is going very well very well just gonna have another sip of this slick yeah openings and closings the grape and the grain yeah what about the grape and the grain you know <laughs> grape and the grain in Crystal Palace yes previously the sportsman yes uh, was bought by Weatherspoon yeah. Uh, been closed since 2017. Yeah. Can you believe that? It seems... Yeah, it seems like a long time ago. Um, yeah. 
And despite a slew of planning applications, Spoon, Spoons has done nothing with it and it's now up for sale. Oh, and that's the news that it's up for sale? Yeah. Okay, because they've already got Spoons in Crystal Palace, haven't they? They, they have, which is possibly why they didn't open it and probably they always thought it was going to be some flats or something I don't know uh, just speculating mm. but it used to have a big old stage do you remember it was a great music pub it was a great music pub it yeah. used to have um, big band Mondays right which gives you yeah the, an idea of the stage exactly yeah it's a big old stage yeah um, and then uh, what else have I seen uh, oh, oh the India Club yes the Tragedy. India Club yeah so once again, we thought it was saved, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Uh, now it's been confirmed that the India Club on the Strand is to close. This is part of the Strand Intercontinental Hotel yeah. complex. Yeah. The, both the restaurant and the bar on the first floor. Absolute tragedy for yeah. London. They're gorgeous places, aren't they? And yeah. also a place of your uh, wedding reception yes. after party. It was, and it's just happened as the Strand cl has closed to traffic, so it's pedestrianised. So they could throw all those windows open on yeah. the first floor and those gorgeous windows. And, yeah. and do we know why it's closing? Is it to I think develop the hotel? It, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Bastards. Um, so that's closing, I think, on September the 17th. We're having an emergency curry there uh, sometime in September, but I propose to be visiting that bar a few times before it closes. Mm. Um, it ain't much of any mm. if it ain't Dutch. Is that right? Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of a new pub bar mm. on Enid Street, Bermondsey, on yeah. the Mile, near the more near the more route, more place, more yeah. beer. Yeah. Um, which offers thirty taps of Dutch beer. Oh, is that is that Dutch craft beer? Or is that just Dutch lagers? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there's only one way to find out. There is, isn't there? Yeah. Look on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll have to go. We'll have to go. Um, I don't know much about Dutch beer. No, I don't know much about it. It feels Dutch like beer. it's too close to Belgium not to be good. Yes. But I don't know much about it. So no. we'll, we'll go and ascertain. Mm. We're nothing if, if not explorers. It ain't much if it ain't Dutch. Okay. I mean, it's it's a bold claim, so you know they've got to be good. Yeah. It can't be 30 bloody lagers, can it? There's a lot of letters for the sign as well. Yeah, I mean, the, think of the domain name. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what keeps you awake at night? Um, also, uh, in openings and closings, Briel have completed their takeover of Brew by Numbers. Right. Um, the upshot is that the Morden Wharf site is saved. Okay, okay. So that's their operation now. Right. Uh, you know, and it's big enough to both brew and have yeah. beer tap, isn't it's a it? Big old place, yeah. So uh, that's good. Although uh, obviously, along with Brick Brewery and Black Sheep, uh, it's now owned by an investment fund mm. rather than beer people. Yeah, it's no longer an independent. Yeah, no longer an independent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you saw something about um, Penge's finest. <laughs> yes, the Pauline Arms, which we used to call the Appalling Arms, yes. of course. Um, yes, somebody told me, uh, Dave, Dave Rogers told me, it, no, it wasn't, it was Chris. He told me at, um, uh, at Champion Hill on Monday that uh, the Pauline Arms is closed. Mm. And, uh, looked online and it said it's temporarily closed, so I don't know, maybe they're putting up some more St George's flags or something. Or the rainbow flag. <laughs> or the rainbow Famously. flag's coming back. Yeah, yeah be, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Make so, your fucking minds up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have both. 
Yeah, um, and the Ivy House is celebrating the 10th anniversary, I think, of its uh, becoming a community Saving. pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they're having a birthday bash uh, with some, some live music on the 23rd of September. Uh, My Fat Pony, they sound good. Uh, yeah. Headboy and uh, Scrounge, who uh, someone described to me as South London's White Stripes. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'm going along to that. Yeah, I'll see you there, mate. Because their their music thing, their music and beer festival that they do earlier in the year is um, one of the six pillars of my year. Is it? Along with things like the Cheltenham First Day. Yeah. Um, the th- third Thursday of November. My wife's birthday. <laughs> third Thursday of November. Broadstairs Folk Week. Yeah. Those sorts of things. Both They're all very day. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well remembered. <laughs> Um, and that's openings and closings. Uh, did you hear about Northern Monk's latest uh, flavour of beer? I did not. Hot on the heels of their Scampi Fries Pale Ale mm. and their Pork Scratching Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, this is <laughs> actual. Uh, they've released their, uh, their new flavour is Aunt Bessie's Roast Dinner Brown Ale. <gasps> into which they just simply throw 14 Aunt Bessie's roast dinners <laughs> <laughs> per keg. Oh, God, it's yeah. a meal in a glass, isn't it? It is, it is. And that's available in tins now. I think we're getting some in at the Shirkers. Okay, I, I, so. I, I, I didn't know if Ben, and I said, should we? And people were like, yeah, <laughs> get it in. Yeah. And uh, get some gravy as well while you're at it, sort of thing. Mm. And um, I was like, maybe it is gravy. Maybe it's just alcoholic gravy. And uh, Ben said he'd get it in, but he might have been just, um, you know, Patronising you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Aunt Bessie's roasting a brown ale from Northern Monk. Mm-hmm. And uh, quick word about the Shirkers, because you're there tomorrow. I don't know if this, if you if you listeners will be listening to this in time. Yes. But anyway, on Thursday, the 31st of August, you're in conversation with David Jesuderson, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I'm doing a Q&A with David about his book, Desi Pubs, yeah. uh, Guide to uh, British Indian Pubs, Food and Culture, um, which is very good, actually. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting him and hmm. um, talking about uh, yeah, what Desi Pubs are and what... Um, and the, their background, you yeah. know, they probably wouldn't have come into being if it wasn't for massive racists making, <laughs> yes, exactly. making brown people feel uncomfortable yeah. in, in pubs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give them too much credit, the racists. <laughs> <laughs> well, David said to me he, he was refused service. Yeah. When, he, when he came to London, yeah, in a yeah. pub, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he, he puts all that stuff in the book, and that's something that yeah. that is great about the book. It's it's not just a pub guide; it gives you the cultural background, yeah. and uh, and he really gets involved with all the uh, the owners, and you know, uh, goes there to all of the pubs with a friend usually, mm-hmm. and gets the proper experience. Yeah, um, and yeah, so yeah, so do, doing a Q and A with David on the thirty first of August. If, uh, and that's Desi Pubs, published by uh, Camera Books. Yeah. If you want to look mm. it up, well, mm. we maybe we should put a link on the podcast page. Yes, indeed. Um, Mr. Celery. Yeah. Uh, oh. He's become. Uh, he, he, there's a chance he might get back in the charts. <laughs> you know, it's been some years. Uh, yes. He might get back in the charts. You've heard, haven't you? I have. I yeah. ran into him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he was just sitting outside the shirkers, mm. as he often does. Yes. And uh, who should turn up but Jackie Graham, the soul singer, mm. uh, with a film crew doing a new video. Mm. They immediately asked him to be in it. Mm. They cast him on the spot as her boyfriend. Amazing. And then, um, unfortunately, at the end, he gets dumped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no spoilers, but um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that video. Yeah. So yeah, do come down to the show because you want to get in videos. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally, our Meg, lovely Meg, is uh, leaving to do oh. an internship in Germany. Um, Germany, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, that is a shame. That is a shame. I'm sorry to see Meg going. I mean, I'd, I'd say she's one of my favourites, but they're all my favourites. <laughs> and that, and we're having a leaving drinks for her on, uh, I think, fr Friday the 8th of September. Yeah. So do come down if you know Meg, or even if you don't know Meg. Yeah. Uh, we'll be uh, sending her off in style. Yeah, and, and, and Pippa's going to be down to one day a week as well. She she's is. She's a proper shirkin, that is. Yeah, yeah. Although it's because she's got another job. Yes, yes, that's not, <laughs> not so good. Um, but we've still got Night Night Rosie and James. <laughs> and Molly. And Molly. Yeah. Um, nice, isn't it? Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, what else we got? It's crisp news. It's crisp news, yes. First of this all, the crisp fail. Yes, crisp fail. We're supposed to be doing the uh, Emma Stump collection. Mm. Um, Emma brought us some uh, lots of snacks uh, last month at the Shirkers, and they're still at the Shirkers, unfortunately, because <laughs> uh, neither of us Due to incompetence. Yes. Where did you stash them? Upstairs. Yeah? At the top, yeah. Has James eaten them? No. Did you ask him about it? No, we did that. <laughs> um, so he does yes. get hungry. Next month we will have the Emma Stump collection. Yes, for sure. But but, but this time um, I had another item. This is from Anonymous Pin on Twitter, uh, anonymous opinion. Yeah. Greg's own brand own brand crisps are much better than the Walkers ones they also sell. Okay. To which David Cantrell said. Gregs do their own brand crisps. What? It was news to him. And it was news to me. Mm. But um, we've got some, we've and got we're going to try them. Yeah. We've got Thai sweet chili. Yeah. Mature cheddar and onion, and sea salt and cider vinegar. They all. They. I have to say that you know, the packaging is slightly underwhelming, but you don't yes. want a paper packaging. No, you don't. I won't save a couple for later. I just really want to get a sense of texture. They look good. Look good. Yeah, it's going. Mm. Yeah. They like the, mm? the thicker, healthier type of crisp, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. I must admit, I do like Walkers because they're very thin and dirty. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Quite intense. Very good flavouring. Yeah. Intense uh, vinegar flavour. Yeah, very good. Very good flavouring. I like those a lot, yeah. Possibly not dirty enough. Possibly not, but I, I would go for those. Mm, that's good. good How much were they? About 95p for right. a 40 gram bag. Okay. Gosh, things I'll are pretty expensive, expensive. No, yeah, no. but The thing is... Where do I send the invoice? Where do you send the invoice? <laughs> <laughs> Never got to the bottom of that. Mm. They just go round and round mm. in that little um, envelope. <laughs> comes to me with my name on and I mm. just put your name on it and send it back <laughs> and round it goes <laughs> um, um, 
Andrew Buck has been enjoying the gentleman's relish flavoured crisps. Mm. I can imagine him enjoying those. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, this, that. So that's going to be quite like Worcester sauce or something, isn't it? Isn't it? Anchovy. Anchovy, is it? Yeah, anchovy paste. Fish paste. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah. Um, they're actually, the full title is The Gentleman's Relish Flavour in Partnership with English Heritage. Right, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Absolutely bizarre, isn't it? Mm. What is going on in the world? Um, yeah, have you ever tried The Gentleman's Relish? I'm sure I have, but I don't really it. It comes in those little much. round pots. Mm. It's like a paste, isn't it? It's just a paste style, yeah. No, I, perhaps I haven't then. I don't think you would like it. Because mm. it's you know, it's very fishy. Mm. Yeah. Minimum 60% anchovy. Fuck off, animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, in uh, other news, uh, one of your favourites. You're a big Hannah Montana fan, aren't you? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about Micho Musso, who played um, Oliver for many years? Uh, no, I didn't hear about him. He's been arrested for stealing a bag of crisps. Has he? Oh, yeah. Hats off. I mean, at least it, it was, you know, he was doing something worthwhile. Yeah, he's, he's got a net worth of three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he just fancied some crisps. He just fancied some crisps. He was a little bit pissed up, and he fancied some crisps, and he couldn't be bothered pay for them. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, when you want a crisp, you want a crisp? I think so. And, crisp. and therefore, Mitchell, you're free to go. <laughs> Judge and jury. <laughs> um, yeah, while I was uh, in Cornwall, I came across these Guinness rich chilli crisps. Mm. Um, Did you try them? Of course. Uh, Hand-cooked quality potatoes, crisp to perfection, then seasoned with a selection of herbs, tomato and chilli, combined with the flavour of the so, most iconic Irish stout. What, do you think they're called rich chilli to appeal to the middle classes who are in Cornwall? <laughs> or, <laughs> what, do, what do they actually mean by rich chilli? Mm, like, I'm surprised they didn't sell them at Twickenham. Yeah. Um, is it, yeah, rich chilli, that is an mean it's one, been it? sort of boiled down? To be honest, it couldn't really. The chili was a very mild flavour. Yeah. As was the Guinness. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I was thinking when I was eating them, you know, lots of herbs and tomatoes. Quite, they were nice. Mm. I can't, <laughs> I can't taste any uh, Guinness here. But when I finished them, I thought, I've got a Guinness aftertaste here. Mm. How do they do that? I mm. don't know. Mm. Amazing. It's and mind the, magic, isn't it? The last bit of um, crisp news from me mm. is something I saw. I think it was on Fesshole. Somebody was saying that they stick their crisps in the freezer for an hour before eating them to enhance the flavour. Mm. Interesting. That, yeah, experimentation. I, mean, I, I do that science. with chocolate sometimes. But crisps? Mm. I mean, we did have a, we did have someone saying they keep their their crisps in the fridge, didn't we? That um, mm. caused an outrage. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he, he broke Twitter. Mm. But the freezer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I mean, I'll try it with one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not with a packet. <laughs> You'll forget about it. And yeah. it'll be there when you move house. <laughs> Almost certainly. Leave it as a gift to the next owner. Mm. Um, in drug news, um, when we were down in uh, Folk Week, remember John the Biscuit? 
from Leeds. Of course. Yeah, who goes around with his magic biscuit, giving mm. you a bit of biscuit. He's like, yeah. here, do you want a bit of biscuit? And he's like, I bloody well do want a yeah, bit of biscuit. Yeah, he resurrected me. He did resurrect <laughs> yeah. um, uh, He was down um, and a uh, bit glum. Oh. Because uh, he'd baked his biscuits, mm. he'd wrapped them in the foil, mm. he left them on the side by the door, oh, but fuck. forgot to bring them. He's a bit gloomy. Mm, he would be. Um, but he reminded me about this thing about baking the biscuits, mm. about you know wee biscuits, oh, space were, yeah. cakes, or whatever mm. you call them, hash cakes. Yeah. Um, so uh, it inspired me when I got back. Mm. I got a bit of a weed off uh, crispy and mm. uh, decarboxylated it in the oven for forty minutes, and then uh, crumbled it up in a bit of Betty Crocker chocolate chip mix. Nice. Uh, so you're using weed, not uh, hash. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and um, it's been very good. Yeah, my cough's improved a little. Mm. And um, yeah, I've noticed you've got, you know I haven't seen you over the weekend. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and uh, stoned off your gore, do the thing. I have, I have, I have probably overdone the testing. <laughs> if I'm true, I've, I've double dosed and treble dosed because you've got to know these things. You do as a doctor. Yeah, how else are you going to learn? Yeah. Um, gave him around at Vinyl Club. Yeah. Things good. Nevertheless, I am a little bit spaced out today. I think I've slightly overdone it, so okay. I'm still learning. Mm. But broadly speaking, I think I've baked the future. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I look forward to um, to not, trying it not, out. Not not tonight because you've got your anniversary tonight. That's you? right. Wedding yeah. anniversary. Yeah. yeah. We'll do yeah. the anniversary yeah. first. Nine years space today. Later. It only feels like eight. <laughs> you got a bit of pine news? You said. I do. Yeah, we haven't had pine news for a little while. Yeah, I was reading the. Uh, the, the Desi Pubs book uh, led me to uh, discover the Gladstone um, mm. menu. Mm. Um, they have a chicken tikka masala pie, which mm. is highly recommended. Mm. Um, they've got a couple of vegetarian, like a, a paneer one for uh, vegetarians and a, a vegan one. God knows what's in that, but you know, I'm sure it's very nice. <laughs> and a Sorry, <laughs> Um And a kid goat kima pie. So oh, nice. Minced goat pie. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, because they do a lot of Anglo-Indian fusion. Yes. When they first reopened, they did, the, they did those pies, didn't they? And now they've sort of desied them up. Mm. And, and they're quite great. popular, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, look forward to going down there. That's the pie news. That's the pie news. The end of the pie news. Mm. That's the start of the pie news and the end of the pie news. Is there any other news? Other news? <laughs> More than crisps and drugs and pies and beer and pubs? <laughs> uh, yes, there is. Um, what have I got? Uh, oh, a story of some crowding at... Uh... Oh, hang on. I've got, a, I've got another another bit of um, crisp news. Oh, back to from, from Goose. Sorry, yeah. Mm. I, I, I missed this one. Mm. Um, Goose sent it. It was in the Metro. I could taste blood, said actor Paul Ford after tucking into a packet of quavers. Ooh. <laughs> Vampire quavers. Actor Paul Ford, 33, was tucking into a packet of quavers when he suddenly tasted blood in his mouth. Looking down at what he'd just bitten into, Paul claimed he saw a piece of metal instead of a tasty snack. What? It was basically the top of a zip. He's been left needing expensive dental work and he said he lost out on a day's work that would have paid him £1,500. The full-time actor said, I was 
Watching Netflix and eating a bag of Walker's Prawn Cocktail Crisps, I bit into a piece of metal, snapping my front tooth. It was hidden in one of the curls. At first, I didn't think much of it, as I thought it was just one of those hard, overcooked crisps. Then I could taste blood in my mouth. Mm. I looked in a mirror and thought, oh no. Well, he's an actor. Yes. <laughs> I will only eat the flat ones, so nothing is tucked in the curl, hidden. I'd never eat quavers again. I don't trust them. Well, that's your mistake. Should have the cheese ones. <laughs> Paul visited a dentist and what was left of his tooth was flattened and shaved back to the gum. <laughs> He'll get a denture inserted where the tooth used to be, but he's going, out, going to be out of work until that's completed. It's going to cost me a fortune. It was 80 quid just for that appointment and I have to go back for four more. I was supposed to be filming for Channel 5 the next day, a film called Hard Work Pays Off. <laughs> Ooh. But I had to call them and say I couldn't come in. That was £1,500 for a day's work. To be honest, I would like walkers to pay for the denture, or at least give me some compensation, as I'm not going to be able to work until it's fixed. I've got a feeling they'll just end up sending me a multi-pack of crisps, he said. A Walker's spokesperson said, We are sorry for what happened to Paul and are delighted to be able to send him a multi-pack of his favourite snacks. <laughs> oh. oh, that's great. Thanks, Goose, for that story, which is mm. all true, possibly, apart from the last line. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, there we go. Mm. Uh, other news, back to other news, yeah? Mm. Busy crowds at Edinburgh Airport, there's not busy crowds at airports, they're everywhere, but um, mm. they left Andy Campbell, 59, from Perth, fuming. Oh no. <laughs> he was jetting off to Corfu with his family at 5am on Monday, August the 28th. This is how up to date this news is. Mm. And he was left fuming by the length of the security queues. Speaking to Edinburgh Live, Andy said, we arrived around 5 a.m. for our holiday flight and noticed a queue along the terminal building outside and assumed it was for a bus pickup or something like that. But on entering the building, we quickly realized it was a security queue. It stretched from the bottom of the escalator to the door all the way along to the connecting bridge, to the multi-story car park, then doubled back all the way along to the escalator. It was a complete rugby scrum out of control in the corridor. This created a backlog, which then merged with the people allowed up the escalators. The couple made their flight just in time, despite these security queues, and told how they had just seven minutes to drink a pint before boarding. <laughs> oh, well played, well played. Oh. Do you, do you go for the uh, airport uh, pine, <laughs> whatever time of day it is? Well, well it depends on the circumstances. 5 a.m. now. 5 a.m. now. Well, 6 a.m. they got through security. Yeah. Fuming he was, mm. fuming. Uh, I don't, I like the idea of it, mm. but mostly I feel um, sick and ill. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No way. <laughs> yeah. Well played, Andy Campbell. Um, sorry about the keys, but at least you got your seven-minute pint in. Yeah. Sometimes the seven-minute pints are the best ones. Mm. It, it can be done. It can be done. Just uh, don't get a cold lager. The, no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, finally, in news, Ulez. Um, again, this is very topical, isn't it? Because Ulez in the outer London boroughs came into effect yesterday. Yeah. And here we are. In Bromley, yeah, where they're no longer able to kill us with their diesel tractors. Right. Although there are a few brave souls 
out and about, we understand, spraying the cameras with red paint uh, in an effort to allow people to continue kill people with diesel yes. tractors. The Freedom Fighters, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. The I Blade mean, Runners, baby. Yeah. They're Blade Runners. Yeah. Um, I'm more with Jeff Bell uh, on Twitter. Uh, you know, remember him? He's the landlord of the Wipers, the, okay, the yeah, Eat yeah. Castle in mm. uh, in Rye. He tweeted, "If there was merch for you, Les, I'd buy the lot. <laughs> Third kit, training kit, socks, goalkeeper's jersey, the lot. <laughs> Love the whole thing for the right reasons: clean air and a better, more livable city, and also for the wrong reasons: the sort of people it annoys." Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I've seen, uh, yeah, Ian Duncan Smith is supporting these people, you know. Is he? Yeah, of course he is. I mean, it all comes like, the, there's going to be an LTN review, isn't there? A local traffic network yeah. review, because um, Rishi says they're anti-motorist. Yes. At yes, last, that's the, point. the yeah. pennies dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, it, it, you know, if we go back to uh, the previous way of doing things like 30 miles an hour instead of 20 miles an hour, people will die. What, what's wrong with 40 miles an hour, like it used to be in the old days? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And why can't you have a few pints first? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that seatbelt. <laughs> freedom, it's all about freedom. It is, mate, it is. Okay, so um, it's part two, or what we call part two anyway, uh, which must mean pub quiz two, right? That's right. Um, I'll give you a little clue about this uh, second pub we've gone to. Uh, I wrote about it briefly on Deserter a little while ago. I'm just going to read out what I wrote about the redacted arms. Oh, yeah, OK. Yes, the redacted arms dates back to 1787, uh, and its name relates to Emperor Napoleon III, who lived and died in Chislehurst, wow. and whose mistress used to stay at the pub. Louis Napoleon struggled to keep it dans son pantalon at the best of times, but come on, a mistress who lives in a pub, that's hot. Um, what was he doing at Chislehurst, do we know? No, I don't know actually. No. I mean, I probably did know. Maybe um, he's just having a pint. Maybe he's just having a pint, yeah. yeah. Let's go and find out what all the fuss was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back where did we land we are of course at the imperial arms yes. on old hill in chiselhurst yeah you had to bloody dr- physically drag me by the rambler's rest yes which looks very nice doesn't oh, it oh yeah it's a gorgeous pub from the outside isn't it and yeah yeah it's just that yeah the beer offering wasn't very tempting was it now in there it was um adnam southward and uh, timmy taylor landlord yes yeah, not too bad not too bad but in here we've got a lovely pint of, uh, of Harvey's best. best. This yeah. is the, uh, the Imperial Arms. Yeah. The Imperial Arms. Maybe yeah. Napoleon insisted that it change its name at the time. It probably did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the Rambler's Rest was my go-to real ale pub when I was about seventeen. <laughs> fifteen, probably wasn't it? Probably fifteen. <laughs> Those are the days. Yeah, when you could chop down Euro signposts, drink fifteen. <laughs> Married at 14, don't have to wear a seatbelt. It's all about freedom. <laughs> okay, um, Jack Woodman emailed latterly. Without him, there'd be no reader's letter. Oh. Can you imagine that? Um, dear sirs, 
Congratulations on breaking into the iTunes Top 100 last month with the live episode, Not Bad Going, for a podcast about nothing. <laughs> I didn't know we were in there, iTunes Top 100. No, no, news to me. Um, I did wonder, though, whether being in the leisure section might bring you to a wider audience. <laughs> what, what, what section uh, are we in? <laughs> you know, I didn't know that either. I okay. looked up. We're in society and culture. <laughs> <laughs> and presumably oh, we, we had to uh, did we choose, choose that? that? I don't know I don't do know, Apple, I don't know. Apple choose? they might do I mean Amazon stuck us in all sorts of things oh, no. didn't they? well Apple if you are listening mm. could you move us into leisure have or, you got a humour section or whatever, if not yeah. why not <laughs> we might have to put some humour in it first though. oh yeah <laughs> um, anyway back to Jack Woodman uh, I did wonder whether being in the leisure section might bring you to a wider audience. At the moment, you're removed all the therapy, economics, and relationship stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so just, us. Just a thought. Mm. Please keep doing what you are doing. To me, it is therapy. Oh. Thanks for your letter, Jack. And that's a Thanks, very good Jack. point. Yeah. Uh, very good point that society and culture had no idea. Mm. Uh, and maybe we would be better off in another section. Maybe we would, right? Although, so. Pubs are intrinsic to society. Of course, and culture. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. Dear Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bomb-dosser. Okay, bomb-dosser. Our uh, monthly awards for dossers. Yes. You, you're looking very surprised there for a minute. <laughs> 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 I think we've got a couple of nominations each, right? We do, yes. Um, my first one is a uh, Go Northeast bus driver. Go oh, Northeast yeah. is a bus company from the Northeast. I see. I, understand. I see how they do it. And yeah. uh, according to the Northern Echo, a bus driver reportedly quit his job and left passengers locked inside the vehicle in the middle of a journey. <laughs> <laughs> the incident happened on the 21 service bus from Durham to Newcastle's Eldon Square. Uh, on Wednesday night. It is claimed the driver left the bus near the Angel of the North, closing the doors and saying, you can stuff your job. <laughs> Brilliant. He just, right. he just jacked it he in there had, and then. Yeah, just had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the passengers couldn't work out how to get out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was off, yeah. So that's my first nomination. Uh, I don't have a name, but he's the Go Northeast bus driver. OK. And similarly, I don't have a name for the second one. It was a, it's a, an anonymous post um, on Fesshole. Uh, let's let's call him statutory paternity leave man. Uh, he he wrote, I've enjoyed statutory paternity leave for four out of the last five years. I'm single and don't have kids. <laughs> Work I've never checked for proof of an actual baby, but just to be safe, I have a googled random baby as my phone screensaver and change it every time I become a dad. <laughs> That's brilliant. Can that possibly be true? Ooh, I hope so. I mean, uh, yeah. I want yeah. it to be true. Yeah, I want it to be true. It's a great tactic, <laughs> if so. Um, and then you had a couple of uh, rival nominations, shall uh, we call them? Yes, shall we? We shall. Yes. Yes. So this one was, uh, this is from the past. This is from 1984. Oh. Um, <laughs> I see. Uh, history. When, uh, yeah, history. Yeah, historical daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, in 1984, a policeman accidentally sent set off the nuclear alarm in Coventry. Oh, wow. We're right in the middle of when everyone was terrified about it. Uh, it was, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was sort of, I don't know, the middle of the night, and one witness said, um, it put the fear of God in me. 
But as I couldn't do anything about it, I just stayed in bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. You only got four minutes. It's a four-minute warning, wasn't it? Yeah. What, what could you do in four minutes? You, well, no, yes. No, 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 no. Don't write in. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some ideas. Um, my other nomination is Turtles. Okay, go on. All the whole species. The whole species. <laughs> Great to have Sean Connery with us today. Um, <laughs> yes, turtles. Yeah, so rabbits, right, they jump and they live about eight years. Right. Dogs, they run. Mm. They live about 15 years. Turtles do fuck all oh. and live about 150 years. <laughs> I see what you're reasoning. Who's the cunt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Okay, well, there's some great nominations there. That is a toughie. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you, what's your feeling? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm still ba- basking in admiration. <laughs> well, I'm not basking, am I? He's a basking. Uh, paternity man. Yeah. Statutory paternity leave man. Yeah. Yeah, statutory paternity leave man. You're a bomb-dosser. Is it the scene? <gasps> no. Is it, is it the scene? It can't be. Is it the scene? SMS. SMS. Sock med scene. Yeah, sock med scene, SMS. Uh, social media scene. Correct. Social media scene, yes. Um, now then, um, you had something about one Donald Sterling, I saw. That's right. Uh, I, I must warn listeners, this is rude. Very Uh-oh. rude. Uh-oh. I know we have it. It says not safe for work, doesn't it, on our on our thing? And yeah. it isn't safe for it work. It says explicit so. in society and nature. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're the only society and nature podcast to use the word cunt. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to. No. And uh, neither should you. No. Um, but we have done already uh, oh. today. Oh. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, maybe that could be a little byline for us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, so this uh, is was part of a deposition by Donald Sterling, who was the owner of the LA Clippers NBA team. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was being questioned in a lawsuit by a solicitor, and this was one of his answers. Well, I fool around sometimes, I do. When a girl seduces me and tells me all of those hot stories and dirty things tells me how much she wants to suck on me and takes my shoes off and licks my feet and touches me. When I'm in the limousine, she takes all of her, takes off all of her clothes. The limo driver said, what is going on? And she started sucking on me on the way to Mr. Coon's house and I thank her, I thank her for making me feel good. And the solicitor said, sir, the question was, is this your handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, I saw a couple of things that um, tickled me. Um, Helen Ingram on Twitter uh, wrote, they should put more wine in a bottle so there's enough for two people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well done, Helen. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been there. Uh, American uh, poet John Chardy, I think you pronounce it Chardy, uh, said, there is nothing wrong with sobriety in moderation. <laughs> I, I, again, I think... I, I, We've touched on this before, haven't mm, we? Yeah. I mean, all things in moderation, mm. including sobriety. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I'm not giving up drink, but I am going part-time. Yeah, exactly. Cutting I think down the hours. Yeah, exactly. Go part-time, go part-time. Mm. Um, and uh, finally, from me on the sock med scene, uh, another anonymous opinion on Twitter about London. Oh, yeah. 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 People hate London 
because it's where all the smart, interesting kids from their depressing small towns come to get away from them. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> it sums it up quite nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, mm. Well, I think that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for listening, mm, as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you up to this afternoon, Vinny? I'm exercising my freedom. <laughs> I think you're in the right borough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I'm going to go and get my ULES T-shirt made up. Okay. Uh, extra large, ops. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Have you seen this T-shirt? Oh yeah. You've got to look in the pub. Yeah, 5G convert. It says. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I've changed my mind about it. Mm. Uh, I no longer think it's going to turn my blood into wire. <laughs> 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 and I'm, I'm all for it. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you get this in time, maybe we'll see you at the Shirkers Thursday night for Vincent Raisin in conversation with David Jesuderson. Yes, uh, do come along. We've got some, uh, there'll, there'll be some Indian craft beer. Yes. From India. A chance to have an India pale ale mm. from India. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Probably the first time ever. Yeah, and there's also um, the uh, Desi Brew that uh, David has done with Meantime. That's right, the Desi Pale Air. Desi Pale Air. Yeah, so, so it's yeah, a themed night. Yeah, it is rather. And we'll try and bring some Indian snacks along too. Hello. Um, but um, uh, maybe I shouldn't promise that. Are you... I forget. <laughs> yes, Will you be wearing a sari? <laughs> Is that ridiculous? <laughs> no, I'll be wearing anything. <laughs>